from the Mercy One Studio. John Leonetti in the Morning is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, Bell Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International. Welcome in, everyone. John Lee and Eddie in the morning here at Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM and 94.5 FM. We are streaming online at iowacatholicradio.com and everywhere you are on the free Iowa Catholic Radio app. Thank you so much for joining me today. It is Wednesday, April 1st. Here we are. Uh, doesn't necessarily seem like <laughs> April, uh, maybe the weather does, but uh, I think the mood and and everything out there right now, these next 30 days might be a little bit more somber, but uh, we're going to get through it, as we've said on this show here, and uh, we're going to do our best to do so uh, with joy. That is, uh, that's the key, I think. Uh, coming up, Ali Alea is going to be on. She is uh, a, an indie folk singer and songwriter, Catholic speaker. Um, she's from Minnesota. She's uh, been on the show before. She has a new song that's out right now that we're going to play on this show. It debuts uh, on, I think it was Palm Sunday or the day before. So uh, just a few days from now, but she gave us a sneak peek at it. So we're going to play uh, some of that song for you. Meditative song, slower song. We'll have that for you coming up at 7.15 today. At 7.45, Bo Bonner is going to be on director of campus ministry and assistant professor at Mercy College of Health Sciences. We're going to, we're going to talk today about uh, this pandemic, but we're going to talk about it through the eyes of God. Uh, the best that we can. You know, we, we've done uh, spots before with Bo on why bad things happen uh, or why God allows evil. Well, we're going to kind of make this number two, why God allows a pandemic like this to happen to take place. So we'll talk to Bo coming up at 745 today, and I'll leave him as much time as I possibly can. He gives me a hard time sometimes. He says, you, you make me explain the problem of evil in five minutes. I said, I know, I know. So we'll do our best. <laughs> I kind of like doing it to him, actually, but uh, no, we'll we'll, uh, we'll see what we can uh, with time coming up later in the show. Mark Amadeo, News and Sports, weather straight from the desk of Channel 13, meteorologist Megan Selwell. We'll have your state of the day coming up in the second half hour as well. Let's get to it. Deacon Tony Valdez, let's offer our day to Almighty God. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Mark Amadeo with your news and sports. With Mark Amadeo. Hello, sir. Good morning, John. Happy Wednesday to you. We're at Hump Day. If people are keeping track of days of the week, uh, which kind of stopped uh, a few weeks ago. But you know, first half of yesterday, I, I kid you not, I thought it was Wednesday. So I, I came to in the afternoon. But yeah, some of these days are running together now. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know how retired folks feel. You know, they lose, they lose track of days because they don't have to get up and go to work. And now we're all retired because we're all uh, been... Uh, you know, we're doing that social distancing and self-quarantine, so lose track of the days, yeah. Every day is a Saturday right now, it seems. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, now, I got an update on the Wii Bowling uh, standings at the uh, Lee and Eddie household for our listeners out there if they were interested. Well, it's been a week. Uh, I got a little tip, yeah. All right, well, you you didn't provide the updated standings, so I have that. I just want you to know that the, the team, uh, we're going to call it Team Viking Clone. That's your team, oh. uh, last place. Uh, yes, yes, that is very true. That is very true. Um, 
team, Gianna and your wife, Teresa, doing very well. Joseph doing very well. And little Anthony, he's doing very well. Yeah. But uh, team Viking clone, last place. I at, just wanted to get that at in this there rate, this morning. I wouldn't, I wouldn't put money on me against my six-month-old right now. So that's that's where we're at. <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, we got a little rain this morning. We weren't expecting that. That yeah. was not in the forecast. That little system came through, and it got a little bit too far south, and uh, we've got rain this morning. I think it's going to push through here in the next few hours, but uh, that was a surprise. Get your lawnmower ready, because that'll be... Uh, <laughs> That's next. I hope you can put the snowblowers away, folks, because, you know, this is a transition type of year with snowblower into the uh, lawnmower, but we... Uh, we could see both. There's a system coming in. They're going to get some snow north of uh, Des Moines, they're saying, uh, tomorrow and Friday. So hmm. so that rain we're supposed to get is snow for others, I see. Yeah, up uh, northwest Iowa, they could see that white stuff. It's We're, we're not out of the woods yet. Okay. we got the whole month of April. And by the way, happy April Fool's Day. Yeah, I know. I know. I, I was trying to think of a joke. I don't really have one right now. Yeah. You know what's, who's real or what? Uh, does a good job with jokes on April Fool's Day. If you just go to Google, you don't have to Google anything. Just go to Google. They've they've got some funny stuff. Do they? I don't know if they've uh, downplayed it this year because of the the coronavirus and what uh, the situation is, but uh, they're usually pretty good with that. Yeah, I I've not checked it out yet, but I'll do so. All right, sir. Well, let's get right to it this morning from the WHO TV channel. Channel 13 Weather Desk, meteorologist Megan Selwalk. Currently in Des Moines, we do have light rain, 39 degrees at the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines. East-southeast wind at 10 miles per hour. We did have gusts up to 25 miles per hour earlier when the uh, rain moved through. But today, the rain should end this morning. We'll see partly sunny skies the rest of the day here in central Iowa. Today's high, 65 degrees, with southeast winds at at 10 to 20 miles per hour. Tonight, mostly cloudy, overnight low of 50 degrees. And tomorrow, we'll see rain, a high of 67 degrees, more of the same on Friday uh, with rain and colder temperatures, a high of just 50 degrees. The weekend not looking too bad, partly cloudy and dry, highs in the mid to upper 50s. Well, in the news on this Wednesday morning and uh, yesterday at the at, at the normal Tuesday news conference that the Iowa governor provides, the Iowa Department of Public Health reported one death and 73 additional positive cases of uh, Iowans with the coronavirus. That brings the total number of uh, coronavirus deaths here in the state of Iowa to seven and that 497 cases that tested positive here in the state of Iowa. There have been a total of 6,888 negative tests of the coronavirus to date here in the state of Iowa, which includes testing that's been reported by the state hygienic lab and other labs. In other news, the Iowa Secretary of State's office will mail every registered voter here in the state of Iowa an absentee ballot request form ahead of the state's June 2nd primary. It was announced yesterday by by uh, Secretary of State Paul Pate. Now, the plan is to send absentee ballot request forms to 2 million Iowans. Comes as concerns about in-person voting have mounted due to the coronavirus pandemic. Other states have moved their primary dates back out of fear of spreading the virus. Now, Iowa's June 2nd primary is scheduled to move forward as planned, but Iowa Secretary of State Paul Pate is encouraging Iowans to vote by mail to reduce the spread of the virus. The ballot request forms will be sent out to Iowans in mid to late April and will include prepaid postage for return mailing to county auditors. Iowans who receive the request forms will need to return them to their county auditor in order to receive an actual absentee ballot, which they will also have to mail. 
Today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print, and all high school spring sports and activities have been suspended here in the state of Iowa indefinitely due to the coronavirus. Once again, from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, we have light rain, 39 degrees, and east-southeast wind at 10 miles per hour. And today, the rain should end this morning. We'll see partly sunny skies the rest of the day. Today's high, 65 degrees, with southeast winds at 10 to 20 miles per hour. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio News, Weather, and Sports on your Wednesday morning, John Leonetti Show. And coming up, Jimmy Olson. He has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Amadeo. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports. Our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities is sponsored in part by Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, Kemen, and Mercy Medical Center. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio We are accident free as we start our commute this morning. Not a bad drive for you at all. Again, run in seven minutes as you head in from the west and east mixture to downtown on 235. Thanks to Builder Ken Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Ken has a transparent team strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and officially online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. Appreciate that. Uh, Yeah, I I think... uh, the good news is Jimmy hasn't had a lot to uh, to report here these last uh, few days. Uh, the bad news is, is Jimmy hasn't had a lot to support here these last few days. So that's kind of where we're at right now. Um, I, uh, I read a great piece the other day uh, from Outside. It's a, a travel uh, article and uh, from a travel magazine. This was online. And I thought it was really, really good. And uh, I'll share a few pieces with you right now because I think a lot of it can overlap with our faith. How sailing prepared me for sheltering in place. While a sailing trip is undoubtedly less stressful than the current times, crossing the Atlantic with three other people taught me some important lessons for lockdown. The author goes on to uh, describe those. Lauren Sloss is her name. She talked about three years ago how she sailed across the Atlantic Ocean from Cape Town, South Africa, uh, to the Caribbean. And um, she was a a board salt breaker, a 32-foot 1979 Valiant sailboat, along with her husband, Alex, her brother-in-law, Nick, and his girlfriend, Alex. Uh, All told, she said, the trip took about four months and our longest passage without sighting land from Ascension Island in the South Atlantic uh, to Martinique. I think that's how you pronounce it. Lasted Martinique. Martinique. Okay, there we go. Lasted 31 days. Can you imagine not seeing land for 31 days? Wow. And she says it was an epic experience, as you can imagine. Talk about being quarantined, huh? Well, she says she learned some stuff. Um... She learned some stuff on this trip and uh, some stuff that uh, she's taking in with her right now during this quarantine time for all of us. And she said, uh, number one, she said, you need to create some sort of privacy for yourself. So on Soul Breaker, there was little to no physical privacy, save in the head, she said, where no one wants to hang out longer than necessary. Quarters were extra close with four of us aboard and no cabins. It became essential to carve out spaces where we could each sit and read, draw, write, tinker, or stare off into space without fielding questions or comments. She said, I would tuck myself into a corner on deck facing the water and was left largely undisturbed for hours at a time, she said. That mental privacy, largely maintained by an unspoken rule between us, gave me the space to lose myself in a book, check in with feelings, and not have to read 
react or respond to others. So she says small living spaces, even shared ones, might offer a bit more flexibility, uh, maybe a bedroom to take refuge in or the door shut. But she says be uh, careful to be able to create some kind of privacy for yourself. Uh, moms and dads to be able to take turns. Uh, maybe with the kids for, for an hour. Give yourself some space. I know my wife and I will do that once in a while. It's like, hey, all right, go ahead, do your thing for an hour, whatever you want to do. You want to go read. Uh, you know, you want to sit in the in the patio. Just go enjoy yourself a cup of coffee or, or hang out. I've got this for, for the next hour. Um, that it's important. We've been doing that here at our at our house, and uh, just to be able to take some of that time and also create that time for our kids, uh, which is something that we've done as well. Quiet time uh, is a staple in the Leonetti household. I know it seems impossible, doesn't it? I know, I know. And some of you are gasping right now. What? There's quiet. We we do try to foster a sense of quiet or silence in our household once in a while. We're not perfect at it, uh, but that's been important for us. So try to do that as well. Uh, number two, spend time together intentionally. We've heard this uh, over and over again, but I, I don't think we can hear this enough right now to be intentional about our time right now. The Lord says, when you do spend time together, make it feel intentional, even special. On a boat, we tended to stick to our own agendas for most of the day, from checking the compass, heading to adjusting the sails, uh, but would eat dinner and watch a movie together almost every night. We'd think of thematic uh, marathons, she said they watched the, the Harry Potter movies and, and many others, but um, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean series, of course, uh, that, that's fitting going into the Caribbean there. Uh, but they find excuses to celebrate, too, which she said is important. And this kind of leads into number three. She says making meals count, whether you're cooking for yourself, a partner, or, or whole family, it can be incredibly gratifying to prepare something delicious. Again, we're trying to do that around our house, uh, not just, you know, cooking the fast meals that oftentimes we can get stuck into. Uh, Teresa and I can because we've got so much going on, but uh, cooking together. I've really enjoyed that these last few days. Again, I, I'm not really doing much. I'll, I'll cut the pepper or, or cut the carrots. I can't cut the onion because I'll be crying for the next three hours. I'm, I'm one of those guys. But, uh, you know, to make that time intentional, my wife has done some baking. Homac, she calls it with the kids. So try to, you know, do some baking. My mom's trying to perfect this yogurt lemon bread right now that is just to die for. Uh, and she is, uh, I say she's perfected it. But uh, she, she gave us a loaf the other day, and it's just perfect. I'm wearing it right now, my hips. And then finally, um, they said to, to uh, what I can get to at least, is um, keep in touch with people. You know, there, there can be a sense where you can totally self-isolate, and there can be a sense where you, you, uh, you know, you're just around people constantly. Try to create a healthy balance right now. Um, outsideonline.com is where you can find this, how sailing prepared me for sheltering in place. There's a ton more, uh, on there too. And I just thought it was a really, really good read in these, uh, in these difficult times. All right, Ali Alea is coming up right after this, friend. She's the uh, she's a singer, and she's been on the the show before. She has one of my favorite songs of all time. But she's going to be on with her new song. She's an indie folk singer, to be exact, songwriter coming out of Minnesota. We'll play that song for you coming up right after this. John Lee and Eddie in the morning, right here on this Wednesday, April first. And a big thank you to Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling for underwriting the show, whether it be plumbing, heating, air conditioning services for 20 years. Golden Rule. One thing that I think is cool about them is their technicians are trained in their in-house training facility, 100% satisfaction guaranteed. They're everywhere. GoldenRulePHC.com. Again, thank you for underwriting the show. That is GoldenRulePHC.com. 
Thank you, Confluence Brewing Company, for underwriting Christ is the Answer with Father Ricardo and for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Father Ricardo is featured daily at 11 a.m. Monday through Friday. Confluence Brewing Company is located off the bike trail south of Grays Lake. Confluencebrewing.com. Thank you, Blessment International, for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Everyone lives their life 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. How we use that time directly affects if our life will leave a significant impact or not. Each year, Blessment International leads Central Iowans on a 12-day, all-inclusive experience sharing the heart of Christ with children in South Africa. Teams are forming to do something significant in an African child's life. Learn more at blessmentinternational.org. That's blessmentinternational.org. Is it time for a new roof? Then it could be time for you to get to know Bell Construction. Bell Construction is a roofing company entering its 30th year of business. They specialize in residential re-roofs, like commercial jobs, and have the experience to meet all of your roofing needs with personal service. With Bell Construction, the owner will come to your home or place of business in person to inspect and ensure the quality of work that you deserve. They pride themselves in working with you on a personal basis and making sure you are satisfied. Bell Construction, 515-963-4494. Hi, this is Father John Ricardo and I want to thank Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory for underwriting Christ is the Answer. Losing a loved one, as we know, is never easy, and it can leave you feeling lost and even hopeless at times. But Caldwell Parish helps ease that burden by sincerely caring both about your loss and about your faith. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory is Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. Their number is 515-276-0551 or online at caldwellparish.com. Support for programming of Catholic Women Now partially provided by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte. Cindy Schulte on the web at cindyschulte.com, 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Thanks for joining me today, friends, here on this Wednesday, April 1st. No, there is no Google. Uh, Jimmy told me there is no Google April Fool's Day joke today. I guess they uh, they took it off because of what's happening in the world right now. So, I don't know, maybe postpone it. May Fool's, I don't know, June Fool's, something like that, maybe. We'll be uh, trying to make up, I think, a few things coming this summer. Uh, let's go to my next guest of the day. She's been... Uh, on the show before, she's back, an indie folk singer, songwriter, Catholic speaker, currently resides in Duluth, Minnesota. Allie Aaliyah joins me. Hello, Allie. Hey, John. How's it going? Uh, it's going great. Welcome back to the show. You've had some time to work on a brand new hit. Now, is this a new album that you're putting out? Eventually, I'm hoping, yes, to release a full album with this song, but right now it's a, it's what's called a lead single. So it's a single off the new album that's released early. And uh, you were hired by Father Mike Schmitz to work in college campus ministry at the same time you worked, I know, as a youth minister for the diocese there in Duluth. And are you still doing all those things? Or are you full-time on the road now? I'm now full-time, but it's really great because I get to hang out with the the students I used to teach in religious ed and um, do music for Father Mike's ministry as well still. Um, it's like the best of both worlds, being able to do music full-time. What's your best song? Oh, goodness, I don't know. <laughs> you had one. Um, 
see, well, I don't know. I guess for me, I really resonate with the Labyrinth a lot, uh-huh. um, but I'm excited for this one, this new song, Galley Cantu. Um, this might be one of my favorites as well. Now, what does Galley Cantu mean? It means Cock's Crow. Um, and it, yeah, I wrote it after my last pilgrimage to the Holy Land where we were actually at the spot where St. Peter denied Jesus and then the cock crowed. Wow. I had to be moving. Goodness. It was. You're right yeah. there. And, and it, what's the process for you in writing a song? Does it just kind of come to you, then you take out the pen and paper, the phone, and jot it all down? Or, or is it a process? you got to really enter in and, and uh, you sit and meditate and all that. Uh, each song kind of has a life of its own. Um, but yeah, usually like a line will come to me or a melody or both. And then I'll have to like write it down and then flush it out. Um, so sit with it and see, see what happens with the song. Now you, you intentionally release Galicantu on the eve of, of Palm Sunday, which will be coming up here, uh, soon. Is there a, a reason for that? Yeah. Yeah. So Palm Sunday's readings are, it's the long one about Christ's passion, starting from the Last Supper and then going to the Garden of Gethsemane and then um, following him all the way to the cross. And so Galicantu, meaning cock crow, um, it, it follows kind of a portion of that story, at least through Peter's perspective. Um, so yeah, I was, I was intentional about releasing Galicantu at this specific time um, for those readings, but it's also like kind of crazy how it's become relevant as well today in what we're going through in our in our world right now. We're going to play a portion of it right now because I want to come back real quick and I want to talk to you about your live stream events that you're doing uh, as well and get people hooked in with that. Deacon Tony, let's play Galley Cantu. No, it's not loading right now. Uh-oh. Well, we'll have to get back to it here in a second. We'll see. All right, he, he, we're going to give him a second, then we'll do it. We'll go to your live stream events right now. Uh, what, what's, going on with, what's going on with this? Now, you're doing some live stream in, in this pandemic that we're having. Yeah, yeah. So um, one of the the ways that I think it's fun to stay connected with everybody, you know, as we're alone together, per se, you know, we're, we're uh, all in our social distancing time, but we... Um, it's important for us to still be together and be united spiritually. So um, I'm doing this live stream event on my Facebook and Instagram every Wednesday and, and Saturday at noon CST <laughs> Central Time. And um, yeah, it's basically just there are different events. Um, today I'm doing a Divine Mercy Chaplet. Um, I've done some praise and worship. Uh, I'm going to be doing kind of like a live stream release of Galley Cantu uh-huh. on, on April 4th when it comes out. Um, yeah. Very cool. Well, you can check out, what's your website? www.ali-aliyah.com Ali-aliyah.com Here she is, Ali Aliyah with Galley Cantu. God bless you, Ali. Thank you. I did not expect to be spurned by your affection My advances returned only rebuke But still I find no peace of mind Except in following after you
fight, but not willing to go quietly as you were led. Check out Ali-Aliyah.com, A-L-E-I-G-H-A, uh, Gallica. And that was um, Gallica Cantu, excuse me. Gallicantu. There we go. I've got it. <laughs> uh, but a beautiful song, really meditative song as well. I uh, could take that into prayer, and I know that'll be released, uh, so you can purchase it uh, Saturday, the day before Palm Sunday. Uh, coming up, Bo Bonner is uh, going to be here. Uh, well, he won't be in studio, but we're going to be talking about uh, this pandemic with Bo. And, and he's got some words or some advice to be able to help us through these times of suffering. And we're going to really kind of talk through this. What? Why does God allow something like this to take place? And I know it's not something you can answer in eight minutes or ten minutes. We've talked about the problem of evil on with Bo before. But if you're looking for answers, we may not have the best in the world, but I, I think we're going to get you through. Uh, Bo Bonner coming up. Up at 7.45 today, Wednesday, April 1st. John Lee in the morning, friends. I don't want you to go anywhere. And a big thank you to Blessman International for underwriting the show. Blessman International now have been our friends for, for about a year. And, and I've just always been inspired by the work that Doc and, and the team there at Blessman International continues to do in Limpopo, South Africa. And they do a lot. I mean, something as simple that we take for granted as building toilets is what they try to provide for these families. Food that otherwise, again, we take for granted. Even in times like this and struggle, open up your pantry. Open up your, your refrigerator. Open up your second refrigerator. 
refrigerator if you got one. And check it out. For most of us, they're filled. We don't have to think about what it is that we're going to eat. You know, it's a hassle for us even sometimes to go to the store. Busman International is shining a light onto this, especially in, in different provinces around the world, Limpopo being their main one. Thank you for underwriting the show and all you continue to do, Blessman International, for us, but also for those families. BlessmanInternational.org. Father Andrew now with today's Gospel and Reflection. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to those Jews who believed in him, If you remain in my word, you will truly be my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. They answered him, We are descendants of Abraham and have never been enslaved to anyone. How can you say, You will become free? Jesus answered them, Amen, amen, I say to you, everyone who commits sin is a slave of sin. A slave does not remain in a household forever, but a son always remains. So if the son frees you, then you will truly be free. I know that you are descendants of Abraham, but you are trying to kill me because my word has no room among you. I tell you what I have seen in the Father's presence. Then do what you have heard from the Father. They answered and said to him, Our father is Abraham. Jesus said to them, If you were Abraham's children, you would be doing the works of Abraham. But now you are trying to kill me, a man who has told you the truth that I heard from God. Abraham did not do this. You are doing the works of your father. So they said to him, We were not born of fornication. We have one Father, God. Jesus said to them, If God were your Father, you would love me, for I came from God and am here. I did not come on my own, but he sent me. The Gospel of the Lord Notice that even the Jews who believe in Jesus have the mistaken belief that freedom is hereditary and achievable by material means. He warns them to be concerned about being a slave to the immaterial particularly sin which comes from the will, and that to know the truth is really to be free. There are many systems of belief that may have kernels of truth, but in some way they enslave the believers, while the fullness of truth that is the person of Jesus Christ ultimately frees the adherents. At Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling, we try to give you all options and information that would affect the comfort of your home. Do you have an AC that is over 10 years old? Did you have trouble with your AC last year? Chances are high that your system is using an old style of refrigerant that's no longer made. So to go along with our regular $99 Gold Club membership, we're offering you a free leak search. So don't get caught hot and let Golden Rule make sure you are ready for summer. Go to GoldenRulePHC.com. Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling. Hi, this is Father John Ricardo, and I want to thank Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory for underwriting Christ is the Answer. Losing a loved one, as we know, is never easy, and it can leave you feeling lost and even hopeless at times. But Caldwell Parish helps ease that burden by sincerely caring both about your loss and about your faith. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory is Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. The number is 515-276-0551 or online at caldwellparish.com. Big thanks to Five Sons Naturescapes, Landscape and Design. You know, one of the things that I think is pretty cool about most of our our uh, underwriters here is uh, they're Catholic and they love their faith. They love their Catholic radio. The Pew family has come on here 
And um, in fact, we just we just had him on, uh, featured him that last week, and uh, I, I just I, I really enjoy them. And, and they've got a story, a story to share about their Catholic faith and, and what Iowa Catholic Radio has done for them. But serving families all across Central Iowa is now what they do with their outdoor landscaping and design, and and they're pretty busy at that. Four nine three ten sixty five sons naturescapes dot com. A lot of things that they have to offer. Five sons naturescapes dot com. Deacon Tony, would you give us? Uh, or our morning offering. There we go. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. And Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Mark Amadeo with your news and sports. News and sports with Mark Amadeo. Well, now, I thought when Jimmy told me that there was no uh, April Fool's Day joke on Google, that it was, in fact, an April Fool's Day joke, but it was not an April Fool's Day joke. There is no April Fool's Day joke on Google. Yeah, they uh, they said they normally do, but due to the circumstances uh, we're under with the coronavirus outbreak and pandemic, they're going to back off a little bit this year, but normally there would be, John. Okay. Yes, I'm sorry to get your hopes up. Well, we'll go May Fools or maybe June Fools this year. Push it back. Yeah, there you go. Can't there skip go. it all Now, together. I've heard, yeah. to change the subject immediately, yeah. <laughs> uh, I've heard <laughs> that there is caution tape around your kitchen, and only your wife is able to remove it. Is that uh, true? Caution because when this tape. thing started back on March 13th, when we had the lockdown and everything started shutting down, yeah. you were going to start cooking and uh, getting in the kitchen more, and I heard that the caution tape has been up for quite a while. Well, I have been quarantined in my own house to the corner of the of the kitchen to do the cutting of the vegetables. I don't get to touch any of the other food. Uh, not not because of any sickness, just because of what would happen if I start cooking. Um, so, yeah, I, I have to be careful there. I don't even so fry an egg right, Mark. I don't even fry it. So I like, when I fry my eggs, I like them a little burnt, crispy around the edges. I fry them on high, you know? I mean, I just get those things boiling. But she says the perfect fried egg should have no brown, nothing like that on it. And I mm-hmm. think that's kind of boring. Yeah, that, that that is true. So that's why you've been relegated to the cutting board and not uh, by the gas stove, uh, by the gas, uh, you know, uh, got by the gas stove and oven i'm sorry yeah. and uh, yeah i can i can understand that and uh your uh your favorite odor and smell in the kitchen is burnt so that that is it is issue too. i like my grilled mm-hmm. cheeses burnt I, i'm just kind of that oh, way goodness. that's the way i roll but uh, i don't like cleaning the pans afterwards that's not that's not fun mm-hmm. they know it's time All to eat when the smoke fair. alarms go off mark <laughs> that's right. you know <laughs> that's true that's true <laughs> Oh, John! I, but I knew there was caution tape up. I had heard. Yeah. Uh, well, your neighbors, you know, I, I got a few of them. They're in my back pocket. Caution and, tape. And they, She's got barbed really... wire around there, man. I can't go within ten feet. <laughs> All right. Well, you're quarantined within your own house. You only have your own little area. I love man. it. I love it. That's good. All right. Well, hang in there, my friend. As we're all hanging in there with yes, this uh, self quarantine and social distancing. Hopefully, this will uh, break soon. But it will look like we're going to be in it for the long haul. Let's let's uh, try to get at it done. Not done fully, but let's try to get out back to the normal way of life in thirty days. 
Uh, that'd be great. Uh, I'm all for that and keep praying for that, my friend. Well, let's get right to it this morning on this Wednesday, April 1st from the WHO TV Channel 13 Weather Desk. Meteorologist Megan Selwa currently at the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines. We did have some light rain move through 39 degrees, so it is rather damp outside. It's east-southeast wind at 10 miles per hour, and today we'll see uh, pretty much most of the rain ending this morning. We'll have partly sunny skies the rest of today, a high of 65 degrees with southeast winds at 10 to 20 miles per hour and tonight mostly cloudy overnight low of 50 degrees and then tomorrow rain a high of 67 degrees for your thursday on friday more of the same rain and colder though a high of just 50 degrees we cannot looking too bad Partly cloudy and dry both Saturday and Sunday, highs in the mid to upper 50s. Well, in the news on this Wednesday morning at uh, the Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds' news conference yesterday, the uh, Iowa Department of Public Health has reported one death and 73 additional positive cases of Iowans with the coronavirus. That brings a total number of uh, coronavirus deaths here in the state of Iowa to seven and 497 cases that tested positive. Uh, There have been a total of 6,888 negative tests of the coronavirus to date here in Iowa, and that includes testing reported by the state's hygienic lab and other labs. In other news, Iowa Secretary of State Paul Pate's office will mail every registered voter in the state of Iowa an absentee ballot request form ahead of the state's June 2nd primary. The plan is to send uh, absentee ballot request forms to 2 million Iowans comes as concerns about in-person voting have mounted uh, due to the coronavirus pandemic. Now, other states have moved their primary dates back out of fear of uh, spreading the virus. Now, Iowa's June 2nd primary is scheduled to move forward as planned, but Iowa Secretary of State Paul Pate is encouraging Iowans to vote by mail to reduce the spread of the virus. Uh, The ballot request forms will be sent in mid to late April, Pate said, and will include prepaid postage for return mailing to county auditors. Iowans who receive the request forms will need to return them to their county auditor in order to receive an actual absentee ballot, which they will also have to mail in. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. And again, once all all high school uh, spring and spring, uh, spring sports and activities have been suspended here in the state of Iowa indefinitely. Once again, from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, currently we have light rain, 39 degrees, and east-southeast wind at 10 miles per hour, and that rain will end this morning. We'll see partly sunny skies the rest of the day here in central Iowa. Today's high, 65 degrees, with southeast winds at 10 to 20 miles per hour. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio News, Weather, and Sports on your Wednesday morning. John Leonetti Show coming up. Jimmy Olson, he has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Amadeo. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports. Our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities is sponsored in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic and the Catholic Tuition Organization. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Things still uh, looking pretty good for us this morning as we continue that commute. Again, no uh, problems or accidents to uh, pass along and still a pretty easy drive on 235, running about seven minutes, both from the west and east mixture to downtown. Thanks to Builder Ken Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Ken has a transparent team strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. Let's go to our saint of the day. 
This is your Saint of the Day on Iowa Catholic Radio. Well, today's saint could be a patron for those of us who feel so overwhelmed by all the problems in the world that we don't know where to begin. St. Hugh of Grenoble today was a bishop in France during the Middle Ages when all sorts of corruption and scandal were rampant in the church. The buying and selling of church offices and roles, for one. Violations of priests' vows of celibacy. Religious indifference and ignorance were just some of the challenges he faced. After just two years as bishop, though, Hugh tried to call it quits and fled to a monastery. But the Pope called Hugh back and reminded him he had a job to do get to work. Hugh's hard work made headway against the problems of his time, and he was able to restore his own cathedral and make improvements to the town square. He endured a brief exile because of his unflinching support for the power of the papacy. He was greatly missed when he died in 1132. He was canonized just two years after his death in 1134. We ask today St. Hugh of Grenoble to pray for us. Amen. And a thank you to Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, for underwriting our Saint of the Day. Experience in wills and estate planning gets the done work done for you, makes it easy on you in the process. 224-1776. That's 515-224-1776. Boy, I left plenty of time there for Bo. No complaining today. Bo Bonner up next. Why does God allow these sorts of things that we're seeing in our world today? We This is kind of a, a round two that uh, we're doing with Bo when it came to the problem of evil that we did a number of weeks ago. Bo Bonner right after this. Don't go anywhere. John Lee Nettie in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. This is your news for the Diocese of Des Moines for Wednesday, April 1st. I'm Kelly Mesher-Collins. The Diocese of Des Moines is offering resources during this unprecedented time of the COVID-19 outbreak. Visit dmdiocese.org slash coronavirus to find spiritual resources, a list of parishes live streaming mass, and much more. Also be sure to check out the Diocese of Des Moines Facebook page to watch Bishop Johnson's private Wednesday Mass. On Fridays, you can tune into our Facebook page to watch Father John Bertagli, rector of the cathedral, celebrating his private mass. Bishop Johnson will also be periodically sharing written reflections and video reflections on the diocesan Facebook page and Twitter account. The diocese Facebook page will also continue sharing online resources as well as videos and masses streamed by a variety of priests in our diocese. And you can find a variety of national resources from the U.S. Council of Catholic Bishops at usccb.org slash coronavirus. A large variety of resources has also been made available at catholiccurrent.org slash COVID-19. This includes daily readings, a list of live stream masses from across the country, and a link with free access to the Magnificat until the end of May. That's catholiccurrent.org slash COVID-19. That's your news for the Diocese of Des Moines. I'm Kelly Mesher-Collins. Hi, I'm Deacon Mike Mano. And I'm Gina Noel. Faith on Trial examines the influence of law and society on people of faith. Follow the Faith on Trial Facebook page for upcoming guests and issues. Join us every Thursday at 10 for Faith on Trial. Thank you to Confluence Brewing Company for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Confluence Brewing Company, brewed locally and featuring regular, seasonal, and limited-release beers available in their tap room and at local stores, bars, and restaurants. Confluence has a beer garden for you, your family, and friends to enjoy. Confluence Brewing Company is located at 1235 Thomas Beck Road off the bike trail south of Grays Lake and online at confluencebrewing.com. Confluence Brewing Company, where good things come together, ingredients, ideas, and friends. 
Support for programming of Catholic Women Now partially provided by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte. Cindy Schulte on the web at cindyschulte.com, 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance. At Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling, we try to give you all options and information that would affect the comfort of your home. Do you have an AC that is over 10 years old? Did you have trouble with your AC last year? Chances are high that your system is using an old style of refrigerant that's no longer made. So to go along with our regular $99 Gold Club membership, we're offering you a free leak search. So don't get caught hot and let Golden Rule make sure you are ready for summer. Go to GoldenRulePHD.com. Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling. We believe in God the Father. We believe in Jesus Christ. Thanks, Dean Bell, for underwriting the show. Roofingankeny.com. Residential re-roofs, light commercial jobs. Roofingankeny.com. Thank you, Dean. Good friend of mine. And uh, checking in with him every once in a while to make sure things are still going okay. You know, everyone's everyone right now is just kind of seeing and, and uh, riding the wave here. Seeing where we're going to go. One thing's for certain, though. I think we're, I hope we come out of this better. Bo, I know you do, too. Good morning, John. Good morning. Uh, I, yeah. I, I I think we can come out of this better. I hope we do. Yes. Are you at, are, I, I, I don't think this is a contestable one. I, I don't think you were expecting me to say no. That would have caused uh, <laughs> quite a debate on morning radio. <laughs> That's right. And, uh, this is kind of part two of our problem of evil, because uh, every once in a while I give you five minutes to explain the entirety of the problem of evil in the world today and, and how we uh, how we justify that with that, with our God. Um, but uh, th- this kind of makes it real. I mean, this this hits home. We can talk about it all day long. Now we're experiencing it in a, in a very real way. And, and I don't mean evil in the sense of like the devil, you know, in this uh, this. But this is a, an evil, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, again, English words and what we precisely mean by them. But you'll see this in the the Bible, uh, even when, you know, in Isaiah, where God will say that, you know, he is the God that makes weal and woe and things like this. The idea, of course, just being not wickedness, but things that are deprivations, things that hurt, pain, uh, difficulty, trials, right? So, yes, evils that, uh, you know, attend to life no matter what we do. How do we wrap our minds around something like this, though? Um, you know, you, you try, you, you say, well, God could have stopped this. Uh, he's, he's all-powerful. He's, he's uh, all-knowing. He certainly would have known this was going to happen, but yet he allows this to happen. I mean, is the, is the easy answer here to bring good out of it? Well, I mean, you can make that answer extremely easy, or you can make it uh, very deep and wise, uh, painful, but ultimately good. You see, it seems to me, John, um, and maybe it's just that I'm a, a weirdo when I think about these things. A lot of people say, you know, it's the problem of evil that makes them ask, could there really be a God? But I think the starker question is always the, the, the problem of good. Like, why are people good in the face of uh, situations where they could be selfish and it'd be better for them? I, I think of all the people who are going to the medical front lines and what we're dealing with, and I go... Uh, Without a God, uh, ultimately, why would people risk their lives like they're doing? Because, you know, John, in, in times past, I, and I don't want to downplay this pandemic at all, I've been pointing out uh, for a while how worried I am about it, um, but, but I've been reading, for instance, about other pandemics, because, you know, that's what you do when you're <laughs> in quarantine, yeah. Yeah. and uh, 
you know, there, there's been multiple cholera pandemics that just ravished places, and uh, the, the sort of severity of, of what prior pandemics would do, um, and, and just the fact that a lot of people lived life where the possibility of death being imminent, like we're starting to feel right now, that's been the sort of baseline experience for human life. And if you look through those ages, it's not that we've come to believe in God more now, John, when things have become easier. It's precisely the opposite. Things have gotten easier, and we've decided that we don't need to think about Him or we don't believe in Him. And it's, and it's our uh, sort of age that questions the goodness of God. When in prior ages, when death was far more prevalent, people were assured more of the existence of God and His goodness. So, you know, it, it seems to me that we have a more basic question, is if pain and difficulties and evils exist, the question is, can they have any meaning at all? Hmm. Or are they just sort of brute facts that make everything about life, you know, terrible and fleeting and short? And it seems to me that the logic of the resurrection, although, and I mean this not as a platitude, but as that difficult, hard-worn wisdom, is that even our pain and suffering can now be a means of redemption towards some good. But if that sort of sounds flippant, and it sounds like I'm downplaying these evils, um, and I think sometimes we can be accused of this, like as, as a church, we need to realize, right, that, the, that God himself decided to become man and die like we do, and, and deal with the pain and deprivation and evils we face. And ultimately, whatever his wisdom and providence about allowing a world like this, whatever it might ultimately be, the fact that he made this world and didn't leave us alone to suffer in it, that not only did he intervene on our behalf at times or, or stay close to us, but actually became us and died like us, there is no other religion, there is no other philosophy, there is no other take on reality that approximates that at all. It's it's interesting. I, I want to go back to what you were saying, because there are some that point to this, uh, what's happening in the world right now, and say, see, there can't be a God. You know, oh, you, oh, you, you know, ridiculous Christians, but why would a good God, you know, allow something like this to happen? And you went the other way and says, well, you look in this and you almost assuredly think there has to be a God. It's interesting, right? I mean, people kind of go to their, their, their corners uh, when something like this takes place. Well, and I... I'll be honest, you also see accounts of people converting. I, I mean, yeah. we you you had uh, that beautiful, like, radical show of sort of like what we're getting at when uh, Pope Francis last week at his Urbi at Orbi, you know, it was just him, right? St. Peter's empty, you know, adoring Jesus Christ, like, fraily walking. The sort of, you know, human, the raw sort of weakness in strength and strength and weakness that he showed. There were people who report, I've been a lifelong atheist, but now here I sit, these are Italians, for instance, sit in the middle of this, and I realize that, like, the only answer is to turn to God and see him in all this. Uh, and then on the other hand, you have people who have professed some sort of faith uh, who now say, like, well, how can there be a God in the face of all this? I mean, both of these shows how maybe in a shallow manner we hold either our faith or our atheism and whatever else this is, and I don't want to say, like, oh, well, this makes it all fine, but whatever else we're facing is to say it's a, it's a sort of proving ground. It's a chopping block. Uh, whatever uh, things that you might have been holding lightly or sh- in not in a deep manner or just for show, certainly these events will make those go away. It will crack the kernel, and we'll get to see the nut inside. 
And, uh, again, that doesn't, like, make any death justified. It doesn't mean we should whistle past the graveyard. But certainly the human race has faced issues like this multiple times and far more regularly. But now it touches us who have been relatively comfortable uh, these past few decades. And I think we have to dwell on that reality and find, as hard as it is, the, the silver right lining of a grace in that, too. I, I've said often that it's not evil that kills the faith. It's uh, comfort. And and I think uh, we've seen that. I mean, people inevitably, when suffering takes place, and, you know, the, I don't want to say beauty about this, but there is something beautiful about the fact that we're all in this together. You know, this isn't just isolated to one specific person. We're, we're able to kind of empathize with each other in a way that uh, I don't know if we're able to really get to when, when others are going through individual sufferings. Um, but, yeah, I mean, there, there, there is a sense here of, uh, of beauty uh, amidst this fog. And um, I don't know. I, I just I call me the eternal optimist, but I, I see us coming out thinking um, a, a little bit differently about life and, and uh, the comforts that we had before. Well, uh, in our show, we're having on uh, Dr. Stephen Metzger, who's talking about uh, the actual the medieval plagues uh, in literature and about like what that might you know say to us. And uh, like you said, the sort of like dark, bizarre beauty of some of this. So you know, the bubonic plague in the Middle Ages was far more devastating than this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you started to see this in medieval literature, where the Grim Reaper started to make sort of his you know uh, debut as a sort of character that people considered and. For some people, they pointed out that death was finally the great equalizer, and that in Christianity, the idea, of course, that you might be a king and I might, I might be a pauper, but all of us must face our day of death right. and then go before the throne of God. I mean, that's maybe the, the sort of like stark way to put it, but it's like you're saying that this starts to be a moment where we go, it is inescapably something that we all face, not only individually, all of us, but communally as well, and, and maybe in our uh, time where it seems so hard to connect that, weirdly enough, the quarantine that separates us all so much will finally jog our memories that we were made for each other and can only get through these things together. Bill Bonner, uh, thanks for coming on, man. And uh, Newman Idea, give your, give your quick plug. Yeah, the Newman Idea. Uh, so the plug that I actually want to give is the Newman Idea in con- or together with Christ the King Parish over here on the south side. Today at 6 o'clock, go on to Facebook Live on the live feed of Christ the King, myself and Father PJ will be starting a parish mission that the Newman Idea, newmanidea.org, is doing along with him. So 6 o'clock, Facebook Live, Christ the King Parish. Beautiful. Uh, Bo Bonner. Talk to you soon, brother. God bless. All right, friends. Uh, I, I don't know if that makes things a little bit more clear, uh, but, uh, I, I, you know, we as Christians, we see with a different set of eyes here. We have to. We have to. Uh, you know, and, and I know for some of us it's been forced upon us. But now's the time. Thanks for tuning in today, friends, on this Wednesday. Go easy on your friends and family this April Fool's, will you? Deacon Tony, would you give us your blessing? I was going to tell Jimmy that his tires were flat out there, but I thought, <laughs> no, I can't do that. you got to so, wait. got to wait nah, that long. I know. <laughs> May the blessing of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit come down upon us to protect us all and bring us all to his everlasting life. Amen. Amen. I am John Leonetti, friends. Be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today. God, we thirst for more of you. Fill our hearts and flood our souls with one desire.
Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International. 